Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, whoever you are, wherever you're watching from, welcome back to another stream on the Rambling Reds match reaction. Ah, no, but I, I thought this season the first two streams would be relatively straightforward. When I saw the, the fixture list, I thought would be sat here talking about how good the Reds are, how promising the two performances in the two games that we've got. Um, and then building up to Man United, which again should be a relatively simple game. But first of all, mate, how are you? And um, before we get into it, just give a quick summary on yeah, how, how you feel about the, the first two games, mate. Oh, you're, you're muted. Let me unmute you, bro. Sorry, that's there my fault. Yeah, I'm all good. Um, but I'm disappointed, of course. I mean, especially after last season, what happened last season where we we literally didn't win the league a lot well one of the reasons is because we just dropped points and drew a lot of games to the teams we should be beating and we've already drawn two to, to two teams we should beat <laughs> but it's still early days it's still early days let's see what happens um we're definitely in a in a i'd, I'd say we're definitely in a, like a time and transition but yeah we've had a very bumpy start so yeah, I mean, it's not changed my my view. Like, I'm still very excited for the season. I still think it'll be a successful season. It's just a, a poor start. Yeah, um, no, I agree, and I am con not. There are some concerns, to be honest, and we'll, we'll get into them. Um, but no, I was hoping for a lot more, to be honest, from this team, and we'll get into the game. Uh, we've got D in the house. How are we, mate? Hope you're good, and. Um, of course, as always, if you are uh, watching, please like the stream and subscribe to the channel. Help me reach 200. That would be amazing. Um, and we'll just get straight into the games. Liverpool 1, Crystal Palace 1. I was at the game. Um, I'll, I'll just give a, a quick backstory to, to my day, really. So, obviously, no ego games as well. And um, the excitement you get when you, when you secure that ticket because they're so hard to get. And I will never take going to a game for granted in my life because there were times when I couldn't even afford it or there were times where it was just simply impossible. So for me, every time I get a ticket, there's a buzz, there's an excitement. Just being in Liverpool, it's my favourite place in the whole world, being at Anfield with the fans, singing the song, seeing your favourite players that have just done so much for you. I was absolutely buzzing to be back yesterday. I, I literally couldn't wait. Even though it was only Crystal Palace at home, I was just, I was, I was gassed to be back there and was in the, um, was in the Sandham before the game and saw the, the lineup come from my phone and immediately they tweeted two lineups out. TAT did. Um, that's pretty much my source because I'm an admin. I do the podcast and that. So I literally have notifications on just like any other follower would, to be honest. And, um, the first one was Henderson in midfield and I thought, okay, that, Still not sure about Fabinho Henderson in the midfield after the performance last week, but it's it's okay. And then it was quickly deleted. And then um, I'm not sure what happened in the warm-up or if it was something leading up to the game. Milner comes in and Nat Phillips is at centre-back. So immediately I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to be up against it. Because I said on the preview show, I did with Shiggs last week, shout out Shiggs. Um, Last season, when they came to Anfield, it was tough. We won 3-0, but it was not an easy game. Again, I was at that one, and they they pushed us all the way, and I think the scoreline was very flattering to us and harsh to them, and 
yesterday, even with 11 versus 11, it was, it was a similar thing. We couldn't break them down. We had all the ball. Couldn't really create too many clear-cut chances. And there was a few. I think Milner had a great chance from my memory. Obviously, Darwin hits the post. So we're looking up to roll in the back of the net. The whole ground thought that was in, by the way, especially where I was sat. Everyone was getting up to, to go mad. But... It was tough and it's a, it's a huge credit to Crystal Palace and we can sit here and say how we weren't good and how many things cost us, which we will get into in detail. But you have to also give credit to Patrick Vieira, the job he's done side, the way he's got them players playing. Eze is a joke of a player. Watching mm -hmm. him live is just, he's, a, he's, he's an animal. And um, Zaha as well. well. Yeah, Alisa. Yeah, like, he only got a few minutes, but um, a lot of time. yeah, he... he yeah, it's amazing. And just before I let you go and sum up, uh, we'll, we'll do it by half. We'll do the first half, then we'll do the second half. Um, Zaha, again, I put a tweet out um, when I, I got in my seat. I was like, I was watching Zaha warm up and immediately I, I remembered last season when it was Milner at fullback, how much of a tough time he gave him. And I thought, OK, I know it's Trent at fullback this time, but Nat Phillips is still that side. So he's still going to be playing on that side. He's still going to be trying to make those runs. Lo and behold, we lose the midfield battle. Fabinho, I don't know what he was doing there. There was a 2v1 situation where him and Trent, and I'm digressing, we'll get onto the goal properly in a minute. Um, but as they skips past them both, plays the ball into Zaha, amazing finish. I don't think Alisson could do too much about it. And Palace are 1-0 up at Anfield. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Try to avoid the red card because we'll we'll do a big. That's a huge talking point that we should both discuss together. But just sum up your thoughts, mate. When you saw the lineup, how you thought the game went, and I guess their goal as well. Come, you know, how was your feeling watching it? See, like, like I knew. I even said that Nat Phillips was starting. Someone told me from quite early. He did, and and no mm. one, no one believed me. But I, I, some guy told some guys got some source, um, and. Yeah, when you see Philip, you don't want to see Phillips and Milner. I mean, on the on the starting eleven, like, look, I still think that team was good enough to beat Palace, and I, and I honestly think if the incident that we'll talk about later on didn't happen, I think we might have beaten them. But yeah. they played their game perfectly. They 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 held they held off. They let us have our chances. We didn't take any of our chances. They had their one chance. They played a perfect ball, and it was a per everything about that Palace goal was perfect. The pass beat our offside tra trap, which wasn't really an offside trap because Phillips didn't really know what he was doing in that scenario. The pass yeah. beat it perfectly. The finish, and and I know I don't know why people criticising Van. I actually thought Van Dyke had a, had a, a sound game. I don't know why people criticising Van Dyke because if you if you if you watched the if you watched it back, if it's if it's anywhere that's not the post and in, Allison saves that. So all Van Dyke did was he holded his run so he could block if he was going to cut back and say, look, we've got the best goalkeeper in the world who's best at one-on-ones. There's a 90% chance he'll save it. And the finish yeah. was just so perfect. It was like an Henri-style finish that Alisson couldn't save it. But, you know, credit to Palace. They did everything perfect for that goal. Um, but, but it's the sixth game in a row that we've conceded first in the league. Six mm. in a row. It's that 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 stat concerned me a lot. I think we just even sometimes we get off we get off to a good start, but we just don't put the put the game to bed or even score at all. It's just it it's costing us quite a bit. 
Yeah, no, I agree. And just to touch on that goal again, I think you make a good point about Virgil because, to be honest, I was surprised when I got in the car and I went on Twitter, which is probably the worst thing you can do because you see all these helmets, um, you know, just losing the plot, saying all kind of stuff. Like, it's just nonsense. But, um, yeah, I, I saw the Virgil stuff and I was confused because in the ground, I never once thought that was Virgil's fault. So I was really shocked to see him getting all the, all the, his, the crit criticism. He was actually he actually did well, but to be honest with you, I was surprised at how fast he got back. I mean, he's still in recovery yeah. from his ACL, but he's, he, exactly. he's still very quick. I mean, he, he was in full sprint there, and he, he caught up with with Zaha. He just he just halted his run, rightly so, it's to how, try and block it's, it. It's how he defends. That's always how he defended. He's never been one of those old school defenders that just slides in, ends up on the floor. Like you don't see that from Virgil, and that's why he's been the best for four or five years now. Like he's got a, a, a style of defending which you can only do if you are the best. Like what? How many other defenders do you see just not have to tackle? Like you stand on you wait and you position yourself. You know so so good that you force them into the mistake rather than you jumping in. That's how Virgil's defended. I don't know why people are acting like this is a new thing. Obviously, like you said, I think you got it spot on. He's given him a chance where he's thought, okay, go on, take a shot. Ali's probably going to save it. He's just put it right in the, the only place he could put it in. And exactly. The goal for me, and Klopp alluded to this as well. Um, you know what? When, when I hear Klopp and he says what I say, it makes me feel better about myself, to be fair, but Anyway, we won't get into that. But um, Klopp literally said exactly what I said. The soon as he saw Eze peed away from Trent and Fabinho, who I don't know what they were doing in that situation. One of them should have stood off. One of them should have tried to get the ball so that if Eze does come out, one of them's there to stop it. It's simple. But um, Klopp said that when as soon as he saw Eze come away, he, he was like, oh no, we're in trouble. That's exactly what it felt like. As soon as I saw him play that ball, we all banter about Nat Phillips. We all love him, but he's not good enough for the Premier League. He's not good enough for our Definitely team. Not. He should never be starting. And I won't criticise him too much because, once again, he's starting because, dare I say it, it's, it's reminiscent of 2020-21. Our only fit first-choice centre-back is Virgil van Dijk. We've got Matip out, Canate out. Gomez, I feel like, will be ready for the next game. But for yeah, whatever reason, I, I he wasn't was ready for this game. Do you know anything about I... that? Um, apparently he wasn't fit enough to play 90 minutes. He was only fit enough mm. for the bench. But so precaution. But I think I think you can't play our style of football with Nat Phillips. Mm. I actually think you know what, I think you maybe you're maybe slightly too harsh. I think he's Premier League standard, but on oh, the lower yeah. end. I like, yeah, but, yeah. but I get what you mean. Like he's not, he's definitely nowhere near our standard because you you can't play him in a high line. But he could play for a Bournemouth and probably do all yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I reckon, or or be part of a back five in a Premier League. But but for us, nah, no way. And I, I was really actually looking forward to Gomez and Van Dijk, and I think yeah, we improved too. a lot when Gomez came on. Actually, mm. um, so hopefully that we'll see that against United if if Matip's not fit because. That was probably our best. That was, he, I think Gomez was probably Virgil's best partner, to be honest. At, yeah, statistically, at it's true time. as well. Yeah. The most clean sheets, those two in the club yeah, era. 1920, yeah. Um, yeah, so 
Yeah, I, I think you're right, mate. I think for whatever reason, it might have been a risk starting him. And you obviously, you'd rather have Gomez away at Old Trafford, wouldn't you, over home to Crystal Palace. So I'm not going to give, like I said, Phillips too much slack because he should never have been starting that game. He wasn't going to supposed to start that game. He's probably trained all week thinking I'll be on the bench. Yeah, so, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, know and in the, I guess the only other win. option would have been Sepp Vandenberg. And I'm, I'm, not, you know, I'm not against wanting... seeing that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because... He's 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 a, he's quick, um, and yeah. he's the only thing is he's not really been coached by Klopp in the last year because he's been out on loan. Yeah. But there's a reason we're keeping him and not loaning him. Well, as of now, not loaning him out is because <laughs> he, he he was one yeah. of the best centre backs in the Championship last season. Um, I mean, if you talk to anyone, I think it was Preston he was at, maybe or maybe was it? Yeah, it was very Preston, highly yeah. rated. So I would have maybe liked to have seen him because. He can definitely play in a high line. I think, you know, Nat Phillips reminds me of a bit. He, he's a bit. Maldini. He's a bit of a. Yeah, he's a bit of a Harry Maguire. He's. Oh my god. In Phillips a way, is clear, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think he's. I think he's probably a better centre back, to be honest. But in the sense that he's, he can head the ball well. Like, like in fairness, Harry Maguire, his aerial ability is decent. He's he's quite big. But he's got no real technical ability and can't really play in a high line. That's how I feel about Phillips. He's just a, a traditional centre back that might, if you if you put him in Bournemouth's back line, he, he'll do a job. He might keep them up. He's not good enough for Liverpool. That's the, that's the end of it. Yeah, no nah, facts. We'll, we'll address the um, the main talking point now. Then, and this is one that, to be honest, I've got quite a strong opinion on. Um, I hate seeing this kind of stuff. Um, I'm obviously referring to the Darwin Nunes sending off. And when, you know, I saw it in the ground, to be honest, I didn't actually see it. I wasn't looking because the ball, you know, I think the ref had given him a free kick or something. I can't mm. remember. But um, I literally looked away. Like, I was looking at Annie Road or something. And then as soon as, you know, I looked back, um, Anderson's on the floor and the ref sent him off. So I didn't even see what happened until half time. Um and wait, what minute did he get sent off in? Yeah, it was the, it was the first half, wasn't it? Oh, was it second? Was it not second half? Was it second? I think it, it was early, like it's a bit of a blur minutes. to be honest. Yeah, yeah, so I didn't see it anyways until much later. Um, so for me, yeah, it was second half. I think for me, um, I, I said this earlier on a space, and I'll say the exact same thing as what I'm gonna say and it's it's harsh but it's the it's the truth and I think Darwin's probably gonna need some harsh truth this week. I don't think they're gonna come down too heavy on him because he's new but definitely well, needs to learn from that. Uh but what I will say you, mate Yeah no you yeah, go on. Yeah no what I will say is I've defended this man all summer long when rival fans were calling him Andy Carroll and people were say, even our own fans saying he's not the right guy you know and I, I I'm not I'm still not doubting his ability. I've seen enough from him to know his ability is there 100%. So don't take this as me saying, I don't think he's he's good enough. But he let down every single fan in that ground yesterday. The manager, the staff, the team, everyone from, you know, just a moment of stupidity. How Kim Anderson was in his head from the first minute, the first minute from the off. This was brewing. This was not just you know, Darwin lashing out because how Kim Anderson's done one thing. 
this 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 intense rivalry between the two they were in each other's face in each other's ear from the first minute until he got sent off and you know i've seen people try and defend darwin nunez i'm sorry you're an idiot you're you you're a fool if you if you try and defend that behavior for a team that wants to win the title for a team that knows the margin of error in this league is so small and you think doing that is defendable give your head a wobble because for me He's the first player, and I read this today, the first player in the Klopp tenure to be sent off for violent conduct. So in seven years, or however long it is, he's the first player to be sent off for violent conduct. Now, like I said before, I love him to bits. He's, he's you know, what he did at, against Man City was enough to show me that he's going to be classed for us 100%, but it's a big blow, mate. Three games now without him. Um just like I said, from a moment of stu stupidity where he has to learn in this league. I don't know what it was like in Portugal, if you could get away with doing stupid things like that or not. But here you can't. We've got VAR. The officials are always in each other's ears. If you literally touch more of your head, you get a red card. It's as simple as that. Um, so, again, like I said, I don't think the, the club will be too harsh on him like, in terms of the punishment. I think they've got to get around him now, just kind of teach him that, you know, You've got to learn to keep your head. Because when we play Chelsea or a team like that, players like Thiago Silva, who are masters of this kind of thing, like those like dark arts of football, how to get a play sent off, they're just going to target him now. Every game we play, they're going to be in his ear trying to wind him up because they've seen it. Alkim Anderson, respectfully, a very good centre-back for Palace's level, but not a top, top centre-back, has got this guy rattled and sent off. So now, yeah. when we go up against Ruben Diaz, Thiago Silva, they're all going to be at it, mate. All of them. So he needs to learn a lesson, mate. But yeah, what, what are your thoughts? Because I'm not going to lie, I was, oh, mate, I was I was so mad. It's just stupid. It's honestly so stupid. Yeah, and we would have won it. that game with 11 men. I don't care what anyone tells yeah. me. Would have won it. That's it. I mean, that he's let everyone down. But he'll learn. That's The only positive is, I think he'll learn. He doesn't even need like someone like Klopp to like confront him, just to have to, ha to have that feeling when he, he like he wouldn't have been able to sleep last night. That that's enough. He he he'll know what that feels like now, and he I don't think he'll do it again. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's as you say, that's the that's the issue, is that he'll get targeted now. So he's got he's got to learn. You, you can't like look. Football is very emotional, but you can't lose your head like that and do that it's just it's just letting everyone down really um yeah it's got to move on from it that's it it's happened now i mean look the, the side effect is we we've got injury to jota injury to Firmino, yeah, suspension i don't know i don't know if it's killed us because so what's the front three going to be at old traffic for me no i think for me will be fit or if need be, we play. Well, Cavalio can come in. It's a it's, it's a problem, but Mate, he's killed us, man. I'm sorry, but like you said, we've already got injuries, we've already got suspensions. We're already so light in the front line. We we let uh, Mane, Origi, Minamino, they all left. Yeah, we only brought one in, so we're already light. Now he's been sent off for three games. Those three games are Man United, Southampton. Wait, no, Bournemouth. is it Bournemouth? No, sorry. Yeah, Maybe sorry. Um, Man United, Bournemouth, Newcastle, isn't it? Yeah. I think, yeah. So, um, I knew it was someone on the South Coast. Um, 
So United away, Bournemouth at home and Newcastle at home. The home games it could be okay. But United, and we'll get onto this a bit later on, not too much because we will do a United preview show next week or this week at some point. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. I, I think what I want to see is Carvalho Diaz Salah, to be honest. I thought Fab was quite quite bright when he came on and Diaz, when he went up front, I thought did quite well. So he was up there on his own. Um, yeah, would you, would you yeah, want to see Diaz up front or, or would you want to see Salah up front? I'd probably say Diaz up front, mate, to be honest. And then I Salah on seen, the right, Cavalli on the left. Yeah. yeah. We've well, seen Diaz Elliot on the right a couple of times. And oh, yeah, that's really that's another works, thing that's honest. worth mentioning, actually. I think in as much as it, there was a lot of bad, I thought Elliot was brilliant. Yeah, um, 100%. Really, really positive performance from him. I mean, there was a few moments last season where he looked a bit shaky, like, he looked like he hadn't quite settled into the Premier League. I mean, the big one, which is understandable, was Inter away. I thought he was fine, but at times he looked a bit, his decision-making... Passenger. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm. But now he looks full pre-season. He looks settled. Um, he was unlucky not to get a goal. There was a, a chance in the first half. The little header, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, the header, there was mm. another one as well. I mean, he just cre- he created a lot. He, he's just brilliant. I mean, he's he's great to watch as well. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. He's about our that. best centre mid at the minute, mate. He's our best centre mid. Yeah, yeah, basically. So he's got to play. He's, he has yeah. to play. Yeah, I mean, and, and at least until Thiago is back, I think he's got to play. But but the one like the one player who I think should have started, and I don't know, I have no clue why Naby Keita didn't start. I was going to come on to this. I mean. You start Milner over Naby. Makes the no only sense thing, me. the only thing, right, that I can think of as to why Klopp may not have started Naby, and we didn't see anything from training this week. And there are a few conspiracies going around as to whether something's happened in the camp. We don't know. But what I will say is, and that's just not true. He's he's not incon- I don't think he's inconsistent. I think when Harvey plays, we see how good he is. Like yesterday, he was by far our best player. Um, but big up, Ali, for coming, man. Uh, like the stream, subscribe if you're new, bro. Um, but I don't think Harvey's inconsistent. But anyways, um, what was I saying? What was I saying, bro? I've completely lost my trailer thought now. Um, Nabi on Nabi? Nabi, yes, that was it. The only thing, because we didn't see anything from training, yeah. Um, and we know he was ill, is how much did he train last week? Did he actually return to... I know Klopp said it, but we don't know. We don't know if he was still carrying this illness into the week and maybe had one session or two. We we just don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And for me, something seems off. I'm not going to go into it too much. Yeah. But I don't know what, but something seems off within the camp. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully we're just overthinking and looking into the comments, but... Virgil's come out and said that the you know people he said something like um we don't listen to noise from the outside because nobody knows what's going on and I was thinking that's a bit of a weird comment then Milner said it we had a tough week and Klopp said it so for me the mood just seems off but um with Naby if he wasn't fit to start if you if he didn't train enough then fares but if that is Klopp just going with Milner over Naby that I'm saying if because again we don't know um 
then that's just stupid in my opinion. And he just deserves criticism negative. if Naby was yeah, if Naby was fit, if Naby was there to be used, he yeah, should have been cool. used. But listen, we'll see him at Old Trafford, mate. We all know what he did at Old Trafford last time. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just important that we see um, Gomez and Naby at Old Trafford. I 100%. think it's imperative we see those two. Um, it's just the energy they bring. And look, we're not going to go too much in detail about in the United game because we're going to do a preview. Yeah, we'll show, do a preview. But it, we've, we've got a good opportunity to really kickstart the season with a win at Old Trafford. Um, so we've got to put out our best our best 11 we've got to change a few things I mean there's a, there's talk of even uh, I would even maybe I guess we've not really got the attacking numbers to go 4-2-3-1 but just a change, something's got to change a bit I think anyway but yeah whatever Klopp does I trust it I trust his opinion I trust him to fix this I'm not going to say it's a mess because it's not a mess but it's a problem the, the last two games but I think in Jürgen I trust and I think we'll, we'll be alright it's just a minor blip yeah no I, I hear that I'm not going to start um, losing my mind right now I'm concerned like I said at the start of the stream of course I think if you weren't concerned then you know you must be even more positive than me and I get told all the time on Twitter oh, you're too positive well Maybe it's because I love this team and I want to get behind the players and the manager instead of making it even tougher than it already is for them because they'll see stuff on social media, 100%. You know, TAT already have, like, interactions with some of the players and they'll 100% know what's said on social media. When Jordan Henderson puts a tweet up, look at the toxic replies underneath it. I don't want to be associated mm. with that. I want to be associated yeah. with the fans singing his name like they did when he came on. The, the, oh, I, I the, mean, the fans at the ground yesterday erupted into his song. And that's what I want to well, be. I don't want to be yeah. running spaces all day, moaning and shouting or hoofing or some fans, bro. They even call him 14. They don't even call him by his name anymore. That's, just, that's crazy considering what he's done for this club. And I think, um, I know, like, I don't want to say this is true in all cases, but I feel like people that actually go matches have more of an understanding and, and a lot of people would, would strongly disagree with me, but they, they have more of an understanding of the values of the club. I just think, and, and I, look, I know it's hard for some people to get tickets and this and that, but it just feels like the people that are calling Henderson names... They don't really know the value of the club. I mean, there's there's a quote from you from a Shankly quote which I just I, I love is that if it's something along the lines of if you're not going to support if you're going to support us when we win, stick with us when we when we draw when we lose, and the, you, your love for the team shouldn't shouldn't matter what the result is. Just still show support for every player on that pitch. It doesn't matter whether we win, draw, or lose. You, you support the team whatever and I think a lot of people nowadays don't understand that they just type out their little shitty little tweets with stupid names and it's just it's just it's just not what football is yeah and you're right mate when you're in the ground and I'm not saying like the people in the ground are superior or anything like that I'm not because I know like you said bro I know how hard it is to get tickets I'm there I, I've, I'm in queues for hours just refreshing like crazy trying to get one and 
it's tough out there, man. It really is. So I, I would never look down on somebody for not going to a game ever in my life. But what I will say is the fans at the ground, and Gini Juan Aldum alluded to this when when he left, the fans at the ground are different to the fans on social media. They never oh. booed him at the ground. They never abused him. They never said how bad he was or how you know he always passes backwards or anything like that. Same with Henderson. Like I said, when he came on, the whole crowd was was singing a song. Everyone. Yeah. And I just thought Henderson played well when he came on. Um, but you won't see anything from that on social media. You won't see anything about Fabinho playing poorly. You won't see anything about the other players playing poorly. But as soon as Jordan Henderson does something bad, it's everywhere. Millions. And spaces, you know what annoys me? Not my well. captain. That one guy even said, just before you go, mate, I don't even respect Henderson anymore. And I flipped the lid, bro. I went insane. But yeah, go on. You know what? You know what annoys me as well? Like, people just, as well, these people will just gas up. Like, they'll see one comp of some midfielder and they'll just yep. immediately, just because of the hype or just because of he scored, like, they'll just automatically bin off Henderson or bin off Naby just because they've seen some midfielder who plays in brazil or something on the on a comp like they just uh, just annoy it's just annoy it's not even worth thinking about because it's just like we know we know what, what what makes a real fan of this club and th- those people aren't real fans if you're gonna if you're gonna hate on someone especially someone who's captained us to league title in a champions league and he's captained us to every single trophy he could win and people still want to disrespect him it's just it just does my head in. That's nah, true, mate. It's true. But listen, we won't focus on that too much, mate, because like I've, I've said this so many times on this channel, I only have people on here that, um, that you know, are level-headed, that can have a proper chat. We can disagree, but there's a way to disagree. And I won't ever have anyone on here that's coming on saying Klopp's this, Klopp's that, Henderson's this, Henderson's that. You can be honest. You can say you don't rate Henderson's ability anymore because I've said that. I'm not saying he's the best midfielder in the world. Not at all. I said I wouldn't have started him yesterday. He didn't start. I don't know whether that's, you know, because he was injured or he was dropped or whatever. But I said yesterday I wouldn't start him. Wouldn't even... I probably would start him at Old Trafford. I'd drop Fabinho. Uh, but again, we'll get into that in the preview yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, Hendo in the six, yeah. Um, but listen, I love the guy. No matter how bad he gets, uh, he's my captain. He's delivered the best days of my life. That, that parade that I went to, the book's up there. My name's in that book. My friends bought it me for my birthday, got my name put in that book. You know, it's moments like that that we wouldn't have without... We, we probably could have done more like things without him. I'm not saying that, actually. But what I am saying is he is the captain during that time, the best period of our life with Liverpool. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, I will doubt his ability. I, I, you know, I, of course you can do that. It's you can't, absolutely you can't fine doubt to see Johansson's not the player he once was. No one can doubt the fact as well he's a good leader. I mean, his, his ability it, at times might be not not great, but he, he's 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 still what well, he doesn't from a leadership point of view is still world class. So yeah. and everything he stands for as well, just aligns with the club's DNA. So it's exactly. perfect for me. But listen, um, we'll get on to a positive thing now, mate. And we were talking about this before we went live. One of the only positives in the game. Luis Diaz, aka Lucho. I'm what gonna let call. you go first. Tell me, bro. Oh talk to me gosh. about this call. Yeah, ah, you know what? It was. I mean, I, I'm just 
every time I watch him play football, I'm just in love, basically. It, the feet, mm. uh, um, yeah, like from the minute I, because I, I was at the Norwich game, his Premier League debut, and the minute I saw him on his debut, I just thought, and it's such a weird thing with him because it's like, you hear this from pundits as well, even though he's not scored that like a huge amount of goals because he's barely been here for that long and he's he's not that, pr- like, I mean, I think he's proven, but he's not he's not been doing anything in this league for much. Everyone just knows that he's world-class. You, you, you can just see it when he plays. It's the way he moves the ball. And and, and the goal was amazing. But for me, his all-round performance, I mean, his work rate, there was one time where he had a bit of a dodgy touch and he just sprinted back to get the ball. His, his defensive ability, the fight he plays with, he, he's everything that, that a Liverpool player should be. And, and that goal just tops it off. The feet, the finish, the celebration as well, the passion. Oh, I, just, I just love him. And, and, and one thing, yeah. one thing quickly, what just to add, yeah, is that and I hear a lot of people saying, oh, well, we're going to miss Mane. And I get it. Like last season, we used Mane as a striker and he was good at that. But I'd, I'd so much rather have a 25-year-old Diaz at left wing than, than a 31-year-old Mane. Mane is way more dangerous than... Uh, Diaz's brother is way more dangerous than Mane was on that left wing. Um, so, yep. I just... Uh, yeah, I'm just so excited. We've, we've, got, we've got his best years at the club. He's still young. He's still going to be developed. And people talk about his finishing. I mean, I think his finishing is pretty good. So that goal was one of the hardest finishers you'll have to do. So, yeah, i just just delighted about that. Nah, facts. I'll get on to it in a minute. But big up, Holmes. Nice yeah, to see you in the stream, bro. Hope you will. Um, check out Young Books on Grizzcon TV. Myself and Holmes host it every Thursday. Well, unless we get booted off because of the big six. But um, yeah, um, listen, you're right, mate. Um, it's one of the best goals I've seen at the ground. You know, last season, I saw a few good ones. The Naby goal against Palace. Salah against City. Oh, yeah. But that Diaz one's right up there, bro. Um he picks up the ball literally right in front of where I'm sat, takes it past like five players and the finish is just impeccable. And you know what's funny? I, I put in a group chat at half time. I need to see more from Diaz and like, I, I've never doubted him. Never once. He's a brilliant player. One of the best wingers in the league. But that end product has been missing for a bit and I needed to see it. And he did it last night. And that was, me for me, that's me. a huge positive. Who's who? Who's who's better? Who's is there? Is there a left winger in the league who's better than him? Because I don't think there is. I, I wouldn't swap him for any other left winger in, in world. Maybe on form, human son. But would you class him as a left winger or more of a forward? That's a shout. That's a, a shout. But I wouldn't swap Son for Diaz. Son, yeah, Son's not done anything this season, anyways. Oh, he's not done anything. But also, yeah. he's he's older. Um. I just think we, we, we've we got the best or the top two left wing in the league and he's still only 25. I mean, how exciting is that? Yeah, no, you're right. And look, that's what I was saying. Like, I needed I needed a goal for, for him to just ease me to think like, OK, he can score goals because it's great. He looks amazing on the eye, his step overs, his little skills that he does. It's wonderful to see. We all love that. That touch he did, who was it against where he jumps up in the air and oh. like crosses his legs and brings it down? I can't, even I can't remember, remember that it was against. Um, 
Yeah, so just stuff like that is is wonderful to see. And I don't want to jinx it, but his his injury record is is. Yeah, please don't. Because I've just I'm seen not going to jinx it. Last... I don't want to jinx it, but he's <laughs> yeah. he's not he's not he's he's not traditionally been a player who's injury prone. So let's hope it's fingers crossed no. it stays that way. Touch wood. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the main thing is like thank you Tottenham, I guess, for showing interest because that made us sign him last season, which you know got him settled into the league, the team. Um, the system and um, hopefully this season we'll see him get more goals, more assists and yeah, go to be his very best. So um, listen, we're just going to finish talking about injuries and um, not, we're not going to talk too much about this, I guess, but the injury list is as follows. And, but first of all, before, before I, I get onto that, I do just want to address this real quick from Ali. Did Man United dominate the league by sentiment? Sentiment will not win us the league or respect to Hendo, but him and Milner are not good enough. It's time to go. Um, listen, I am not saying Milner and Henderson are not upgradable at all. I've never said that. I've never said, oh, yeah, let's keep Milner and Henderson for another five years because they're great and they've won trophies. I've never said that. So please don't assume that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> what I am saying is, you know, they are leaders at the end of the day and we do need more. Only a four would disagree that we, we need more. We need a signing. But is it going to happen? Probably not. So I think, I've just to quickly, Karin, I think like the other thing is about Henderson. Milner, this is the last season at the club. I mean, I, I'm sure it is. Um, with Henderson, though, I don't think it is a matter of sentiment because I do think he's still a very good six. And I think... Yeah. My ideal scenario would be from next season, we, we we reinforce that midfield, sign one or two midfielders so he doesn't need to start every game. And he just kind of is there to play the cup games and, and cover Fabinho in that six. Because yeah. that's his best position for me. Um, and also, he's... And, I, and to be used as a substitute. He, he, yeah, yeah. O, o, Omo, you're, you're completely right. I think he's 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 in better form than Fabinho at the moment in the six, um, and and the, it might be a shout. We'll get we'll talk about it more in the previous show, but he might be. He, he, he some might argue he should start in the six. I agree, hundred percent. But because he's he's and the other thing is is a sub. I think he would be good if he wasn't a permanent starter in in that way too, because sometimes he comes on and he like yesterday he provided a lot of energy. Um, and we really we did improve when he came on, so I don't think it's a sentiment thing. I think with Milner, perhaps, but Milner's only got one season left. Henderson, uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't sell him on any terms <laughs> unless someone came in with a hundred million offer or like a fifty million plus offer. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, lad. All these overreaction donkeys on the timeline getting on my nerves. I literally just saw one a minute ago that said. This will be Van Dyke's last season. Like, how has somebody come up to that assumption? <laughs> I don't understand that. It's just bizarre. You get this, mate. Every time Liverpool drop points, you know, and I said this as well yesterday, right? And this is going off on the tangent. We will finish on the, the current injury list and how we think we, we could line up. Actually, we're not going to talk about lineup for Man United. If you want to hear that, tune into the previous Are we show. Do, we could do some Probably, player ratings. Yeah, we'll do some play ratings. Uh, preview show is probably going to be Friday because it's a Monday night kickoff. I don't want to do it too early. Don't want to do it too late. So probably Friday night. So tune into that if you want to see 
um, everything about Man United, the build-up. So, uh, but this one, um, yeah, you always get people overreacting. And I said yesterday, people will now understand and realise that that season, what this team did was not normal. It was not normal. And the people that branded it as a failure, I hope they're sitting there thinking, you know what, I'd do anything for a season like that again. Even if we miss out on the league, I'd do anything for that because does it look like we can compete for the league right now? Not based on the two games, but like you said, it's two games in. But based on the performances, City are a million miles ahead of us right now. And it's crazy because in the Community Shield, we, we played really well. So we know we've got it in our locker. We just haven't seen it in the league yet. So what I'm saying is going for every single trophy up until the last day of the season, getting over 90 whatever points again, uh, every final you can possibly play, we were there. Wembley went there twice. I, I went there twice at least. Um, you know, as a fan, they're, they're the days you dream for, really, going to Wembley multiple times in a season. Do you know how crazy that is? A lot of fans never get to go to Wembley once, not once in their life. Um, so for me, like the people that said, oh, it's a failure, we need to win titles. Yes, we do it. That's what we all want. That's what every team in the league wants. Of course, only one team can win them. And I'm not saying that's good enough. I do want more from this team. I do want more from Klopp. I do want more from the owners. But last season was special. And people will, will, will call you a top red for saying that or whatever, but I don't care anymore because we were blessed to be in with a shout of everything. And it nearly happened. If Aston Villa just held on, who knows? We we, we would have won the league, whatever. If, if puts and maybes, I know, I get it. Hindsight's a great thing. But it was literally the smallest of margins once again. And now people will, will surely wake up now and see that what this team did last season, what this team did in 1819, what this season did in, this team did in 1920 was special and not normal under any circumstances. And I think Noah, just, just finishing off on this point, I think we've been spoiled. And I know people will say, how have we been spoiled? We've only won one league title in how many years? But when other teams have won titles, there's never been teams, two teams that are this good, that get 90 points in every title race. It's never happened. So just quickly, mate, do you have anything to add to that before we, we finish off talking about the injury list? No, I just agree, to be honest with you. I just think never take anything for granted. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I still I still have a bit of confidence this season. Um, it's weird because like the Community Shield gave me a lot of confidence. It's weird, and then I feel like that's just all been deflated now. But yeah. we can do it. Would help if we had fit mid a, a few more fit midfielders, or if we sign a midfielder. But yeah, part of supporting it is you just you got to believe. So. We might, we might, we might be in a top four race this season. We might go for the league this nah, season. No, it won't, it won't be that bad, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, no, no, but it's still possible. I don't think it will be, but whatever happens, I'm just going to believe that that we can achieve. So, yeah, let's see. Yeah, D, we have, we did touch on this, mate, uh, a few minutes ago. So, listen, I, I'm not going to speculate too much, but something seems off, mate. From comments I've heard, the mood. Um, Something seems wrong. I don't know what. I don't know if it's just injuries, but something, to me at least, doesn't seem right. I, I even saw Klopp before the game. I watched this today. He Did you see when the the interviewer asked him, why is Darwin Nunes starting? And he just he flipped. He said, well, I only have one striker. How can you you prepare for this game? And then ask me that question. Like, 
I was like, that's before even a ball's kicked. He's already rattled. So that's not like him for me. I don't get it. People, they got lowest. People overreacting. It's not pot. It's not perfect start. We know that, but let's trust this manager and these players. We lost Mane Irigi on top mm. of that Jota, and that's a lot of goals gone yeah. for Jota. We win. Listen, we'll, we that's very true, Lois, and we know that, you know, it's just basic common knowledge, isn't it? But you, you bring up a good point there about Jota, and that brings us on nicely to the injury list. I've got it right here. There are currently 10 players on the list, which I think I read earlier. Not a record that anybody wants, but that's the that's like a record for the first two games of the season. Thiago out, Matip out, Canate out, Jota out, Firmino out, Jones out, Oxford Chamberlain out, Ramsey out, and Kelleher out. It says Simicast, but he's back. We saw him yesterday. So Kelleher, Ramsey. I mean, Kelleher is the backup keeper, so he's kind of important. Ramsey, I just want to see this guy play football, to be honest. Yeah, we still don't apparently know he's fitness. It's lack of fitness that's so keeping him out. Mm. Um, Ox couldn't really care less. Jones, I want to see Jones back to be honest because I feel like Jones has a point to prove this season. Yeah, this season where everyone's there crying for midfielders and rightfully so. But like, I'm not saying they're within the wrong to do that. But I want to see now can Curtis Jones step up? Can he say to guy, Look, I'm here, like you're one a new player, but I'm here, and I'm again, I'm not saying that he's anything special I think he's quite average but I still think he's got something in him I don't know what you think mm. about Curtis Jones um yeah I would have liked this season or last season for him to go on loan I'll be honest I really think he would benefit from a loan spell but <laughs> we can't afford to get put him on loan because yeah, of the lack it. of depth in an ideal yeah. world we would sign two midfielders and put Curtis Jones out on loan but we're not in an yeah. ideal world, unfortunately. But yeah, I think the technical ability is clear. He's got good technical ability. We can all see that. But the issue mm. is his decision-making and it yeah. all comes Holds from experience. It will improve, definitely. Yeah. I just think it would have helped him to get 20, 25 games a season at, at I mean, ideally a lower Premier League side like a Bournemouth or someone like that but more likely championship for the, um, like a Watford or a Norwich it would have been good yeah I, I hear that mate definitely um, and then there's Firmino, Jota, Canate, Matip and Thiago obviously the main one for me is Thiago we're, we're a different team without him um, uh, he just controls the way we play oh yeah and... that one's a killer that and but it was always going to happen, to be honest with you. Uh, like, yeah, and the stats, the stats don't lie, did they, mate? The the win percentage without Thiago, that is a concern for me. Yeah, it is a concern. Yeah, but I mean, nothing is helped by the fact that Fabinho is in bad form. I feel like if Fabinho can find his form again, it doesn't matter who the other two are. We can still have a decent enough midfield. But if Fabinho is playing badly. And we're relying on the likes of Milner or a youngster like Elliot, then it's not going to be a good day. <laughs> nah, but we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I'm worried Naby doesn't start because he hasn't had minutes under his belt yet. Ah, listen, that could be could be a shout, mate. But we'll see. We will see. We'll get on to that in the preview show. But yeah, let's just let's just do play ratings, mate. I think that would be a good way to finish it. Allison, for me, 
not applicable. What did he have to do apart from the goal? Oh, he did make a good save actually. Zaha had another yeah, one and one. one. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him I, a seven. I thought he was offside, but yeah, for that I'd say probably seven. Because should we do them both as the same, or, or do you want to do all of yours and then I'll do all of mine? No, no, no. We're doing we're doing both at the same, cool, so we'll cool. just do a player and then yeah. So you're right. Uh, I, I forgot about that one v one. Everyone was expecting the flag to go up, um, but it didn't. So it's a great save. Um, he's amazing at one v ones. Like we said before, the Zaha one was just a perfect shot. Just don't really think he could do anything. So yeah, Ali seven. Um, we'll go from left to right. Robo, mm. not I'll great at the minute, is he, mate? Nah, six. Um, but then again, when Simicas came on, he was also not very good. So I just think, yeah, sort yourself out, in mate. general, we're just not playing well as a team. I don't think. I think we need. Look, I mean, we're not really sad, really. I think, actually, we, we did have some good moments and it was a pretty good performance in a lot of parts yesterday. You just kind of forget about those, don't you? When yeah, you, you forget about points. it because we yeah. didn't take any of those chances. Like, we created a lot of ch- Salah created eight chances. That's the most he's ever created in a game. We didn't take mm. any, any of them. Yeah, so that's a good point. We're not even that's the issue, about really. We just didn't take our chances. But, yeah, I think Robert Robertson, they'll get there with the form. They'll get there. It's just taking a bit longer. We're just starting slow. Usually we start slow, but we manage to grind out the results. But because of our, the injuries, we're not we're not able to even grind out the results because we've not got the squad at the moment. Yeah, no, I, I'd probably say six might be a tiny bit generous. Mm, if Ali's yeah. a seven, I'd probably say five and a half. Yeah. Robo, to be honest, yeah, defo. Um can't remember him putting in a good ball. And that's not a new thing either. He, his, his deliveries recently have been very, very, very poor. So I don't know what's happened to him. Uh, but I, listen, I'm not going to be one of those that says he's finished. I know Robbo will... He'll be back. They'll all be will back. will be back, yeah. All right. So the centre-backs, Virgil of Andach. Six? Yeah, I'd probably go... Same, just average six, maybe seven. Like his, he, the thing with Van Dyke is he's consistently seven plus every game. But maybe this was one of his games where he dropped below a bit. Same with Fulham. I just think, yeah, he was fine. I mean, the goal, yeah, a couple bit sloppy at times. But then again, he didn't really have much to do. No, I don't think we defended that. He had, like, it was very much. Everything in their half, and then they'd have their little counter attacks. One of those counter attacks, he he could have done maybe a bit better. I think he did fine. So yeah, six point five, I'd say six point five. Just yeah, he didn't really do anything special. Wasn't really poor. Just kind of all, all right performance. Phillips, um, four. I don't think there's too uh, much yeah. to say about him, I'd really. Go the five. mistake for the goal. The mistake for the goal, five. yeah. It's just hard because he's... yeah. He's just and not then, Phillips, in here. I think that's all you yeah. can say, really. Like, and then, you can't expect him to be Joe Gomez. There's or... a few good moments. He did, he did what he does well. He, he, he won quite a few headers at times. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, six for me. Trent... Um... 
I'll let you go because I don't really know about Trent, Six. to be honest. Um, he put a couple of really nice balls in. There was one in the first half, you might have remembered, where he put the most incredible Clipped ball it around in. To Salah. That, blew, that yeah. ball blew me away. But in general, his positioning wasn't amazing. It, yeah, he, defensively, he was, he was all right. I mean, yeah, six. I just think we have a lot of players that are just like, they're just not really there. And we have high standards, but the, Trent's another one. He just, he's not really there where he, I mean, it's part of his own downfall, not downfall, but because he's so good usually. But yeah, his own just standards, yeah. usual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear that. Um, Milner. Have you given Trent? Or, or... Oh, did I not give Trent? Um, Trent, 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 Trent. Six and a half, I think. I think you're right. I think you put in some really good balls. Again, didn't really... I just... I think most of them are going to be sixes and five and a half, yeah. so maybe some sevens, because we, we had all the possession, we did everything, but there wasn't enough. Like... Well, I yeah, don't know. I it was just a lot I of agree. average performances, not enough brilliant performances. But Milner, I'll say five and a half, six. I'll give him a five, to be honest. He, he's just a passenger in that midfield. And people say, oh, he works hard, he runs. Does he? Does he cover that much ground? I remember me, for the goal, he was our furthest player forward. Yeah, that that's what annoyed me. When I was... There was a few really nice balls in from Trent or Salah where you wanted Nunes on the end of it whilst he was still on, or you wanted, um, and it was it was Milner who was our furthest forward midfielder. <laughs> I was like, no what are you doing, mate? And he had obviously he had quite a good chance in it early on, which he he, yeah, he, he blew over. There's no player who I'm less confident about when there's a when there's he's got a shot than Milner. He, his shooting ability is near to zero. I literally, I would have rather have had Alisson on that shot than Milner. Just yeah, facts. over. Fucks, mate. Um, let's go with... Let's go with Fabinho before we do Elliot. Four. Yeah, three. <laughs> so poor, so sloppy. Gave the ball away loads. This ain't new though, like this is what I was saying earlier. We've we've seen a big drop off from Fabinho, even from last season, and people weren't ready for those conversations then. So maybe people are ready for them now. I don't know. But... I, I think he'll be back. Like, I, I, I don't, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Yeah, like he'll he'll find his form, but yeah, no, it's very poor. But again, the Twitter people, everyone just overreacts. Uh, I, I saw someone I don't even know who it was putting out a silly tweet apologizing for comparing him to Rodri. He's still know, he's still exactly proven in the past that he's on the same level mm-hmm. as Rodri, and he, if not at times, maybe slightly better because he's been world class for us. He's just in a poor run of form now, and that's fine. He'll find his form and he'll go back to world class level. Because people are so overreact, people overreact to everything on that platform. One bad game or two bad games to start the season, he'll have another bad game against United. They want him out, honestly. Nah, 100% agree, mate. Um, Harvey Elliott, I'm going to say eight. Probably our best player on the night in terms of consistency. Like I know Diaz scored his goal and was, was pretty good, but I think Harvey, from the first minute until he got subbed off, um, 
I, I thought he was our spark. He was our little engine like off the ball as well. That's probably where I was most impressed with Harvey yesterday, to be honest, because a lot of people have been questioning, does he have that side to his game? Does he have that grittiness? You know, and yesterday I think he showed it. Like He was pressing all the time. He was putting tackles in. And I, I, this obviously isn't based on his performance, but I, I tweeted something just before we went live. I recorded the You Will Never Walk Alone before the game. I always like to do it just to, you know, look back on. And um, there's one moment where I just panned the camera to Harvey Elliott because he was literally, everyone was facing the Annie Road ready to kick off. When I was seeing You Never Walk Alone, he was stood there with his hands on his hips looking at the cop because all the flags were waving. And it, it was beautiful. And he was just in awe of that cop. Like He's a Liverpool fan. He's, he's been brought up to support this club. Um, he was a fan before he played for us. And he just gets the team, he gets the club, he gets Anfield, he gets what we, we are. And um, yeah, there's been a couple of things that I think surfaced from his, his younger days, um, which I, I think a lot of people from other clubs don't like him for. But, you know, I've always been on the Harvey Elliott hype train. Like Ever since we signed him, really, played in those cup games, he went on loan to Blackburn. I've paid close attention to him and I've told all my friends that don't support Liverpool, watch out for Harvey Elliott. And I don't know if they're watching him now, but you better be watching him this season because I'm telling you, he's he's going up a level. He's he's unreal. So good, yeah. Um, I think for as long as Thiago's injured, I think he starts every game for us, to be honest. Um, mm. So, yeah, brilliant. Uh, I'll give him the same eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Um, let's do the front three then. Uh, go from left to right, like we've been doing. Lucho, eight and a half, maybe. No, because I just said Harvey was the best player. What are you saying for Lucho? I think he was our best player. I think Harvey was great. I'll give him an eight and a half. All right. So I think maybe that was, yeah. yeah, maybe I got a bit carried away because I think that goal think... probably takes him above Harvey. So, yeah, I'll probably yeah, give him eight and a half. Yeah, the goal, but also his off-the-ball work. And just as I said before, his work his work rate is just outstanding. He, he'll lose the yeah. ball in his fight to get that ball back. He's he's just brilliant. Yeah, I love him, mate. He's got that dog about him, dog in him, hasn't he? Where he just works yeah. on everything. So, I agree. Maybe I was, I was slightly wrong on the Elliot thing. Um, Salah, I'd probably say seven and a half. Um, I think, yeah, like you said, I you you probably think I'm being a bit harsh on him, aren't you? No, no, no. I think the opposite. Actually, I don't think he had a good game. I, I would give him a, a six point five, really? probably six and a half, maybe a seven actually, because he created a lot. To be fair to him, mm, yeah, he created a lot of chances. A lot of them were half chances, but he didn't really look that clinical but then again he, we didn't get him involved very much so maybe it's probably give him a seven because it because of the chances he created but from a finishing perspective he, he didn't really do much but that's because he wasn't getting the service I think, yeah probably. no yeah no that's that's fair and to finish up on darwin nunez i'm just gonna give it two to be honest I think he, he had a couple of good chances. Um, he, Like I said earlier, his chance in the first half that hit the post, if that goes in, the game's probably different. Um, but from what he did... He should be finishing that chance. 
and and the volley mm-hmm. as well. He should be at least getting on target. I mean, let's 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 forget about the red card for now. In terms of just this game, it wasn't. Um, look, he might have scored if he stayed on in the second half, but it first half he, he just looked a bit off it, and it will take him time to get adapted. Um, and he, I, I'm still confident he'll be a success. But so are you giving him? Um, for me, because of the incident, a one, and that's probably the lowest rating I'll ever give on this channel, I reckon, because it, it was just a moment of absolute idiocy. Like, he'll learn a big lesson from it, hopefully, but he's let he's let everyone down. Um, I mean, for me, the main thing is, yeah, the fans, the staff. The staff, I get, they're paid a lot of money, blah, blah, this and that, players. It's the fans for me, the yourself included, people who went down to the match, expecting to see. I mean, we performed well after the after the red card, but we. I never thought we were going to win with ten men, and we did well to equalise. Um, I just think he let the fans down hugely. Who, who paid good money, probably too much with Anfield ticket prices as well. Good money to mm. go and see the team, and 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 he let them down. But he'll learn. It's it's, it's an experience. Yeah. 100%. I think you'll, you know, they'll obviously sit down with him. And like you said, mate, we'll just finish on this. It is a lot to go and su- support Liverpool, of course, especially if you're not not a scouser. Um, you have to pay a ticket, then you either have to get the train or petrol or whatever. And everyone knows how much the cost of living is going up now. And the basics are just so expensive, like just the bare minimum to get by. But for me, this is what I love. This is, this is what I want to do. Like, if it's either go go on a holiday and I am going on holiday thankfully a bit later on but um I would rather go to the games and do anything else in the, in the world trust me if I can be there I will be there no matter what the situation say Klopp goes and we go back to being an eighth place team I'll still be there my love for this club will never change never has done I've never once questioned myself I've never had a second thought about it the, from the very first game I went to which was in 2006. Um, it was a League Cup game. It was against uh, Reading, I think. Yeah, Reading four three. I think it was. Um, I just you just fall in love with the club. Like you can't help it if you don't if you don't have a team. Which you know, I I, I did I did like because my brother supported Liverpool for many many years like before then. So that was the team I grew up watching. Um, but you just fall in love with it, mate, and nothing nothing can change that, no matter if they win, lose or draw, like you said that quote earlier. For me, it's just about being at the ground with Liverpool fans, with the players, with the manager, and it's so easy to sit there. And again, I, I must emphasise, I'm not looking down on people that don't go to the games at all. I'm making that crystal clear. But it is very easy for people that don't to tell people that do how to feel. Because when you do go and support these boys... I'm telling you now, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. Like my seat yesterday, I was as close to Trent when I got my seat as I am from my bedroom wall now. Like, and when you're just that close, you're that in with it. Like, it nothing yeah. beats it, mate. But gives you a special. Yeah, beat. I don't know if you. Like, will, I'll, I, yeah, I'll let you finish, mate, and then we'll. Yeah, we'll no, it's up. just that feel. Like, it's the same thing I feel I have when I when you're just walking through the houses and you just suddenly see Anfield like just appear. When it just appears mm. and you just see it, it just get, it's a it's a feeling. And then when you don't go to a match for a while, you forget what the feeling's like. And then you go again, and you yep. just it's just a special feeling. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's just that that support. Um, so yeah, but good show. I mean, we'll there'll be a preview, and then we'll we'll go from there, really. But I th- I think I think we'll we'll it can only get better from here. I think. Yeah, of course, mate. I didn't mean to sound like Stephen Gerald there, but um, <laughs> yeah, you're 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 bang on. And arms cracking show, fellas. Got head off. We'll be back. Big up, mate. Love you, bro. Um, guys. If you are still here, thank you. I appreciate it. Make sure you, you've liked and subscribed if you haven't. We will be back on Friday at probably, I want to say, 7, but I'll have to confirm with the boys first. So um, make sure you follow our Instagram. Where's Wait, where is it? Is that the right one? No. Um, it's at the top. Anyway, Rabbling Reds on Instagram. All the updates are on there. Can't do Twitter because my uh, mobile phone number did get bagged. But, um, yeah, we're on Instagram, so follow up there. I always upload when we're live and whatever. Um, thank you for the support. And um, like Home said, the Reds will be back. We'll be back. And um, we'll see you guys next time. Take care and um, peace out.